Lalitiba went in for a lumbar punch uh, procedure a few days ago. Um, after the lumbar punch, he then suffered a mild stroke. Although the hospital had uh, discharged him day before yesterday, this morning it seems as if he might have had a more severe stroke. Um, we, we still don't know the exact cause of death, but I would assume it, 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 it was basically a much more severe stroke that, that he got this morning. You know, looking at uh, Lalo Chiba's uh, history in the South African struggle for freedom, he really was a doyen. He was part of the Transvaal Indian Congress, SACP, Mkontiwe Sizwe. Talk to us about what you think uh, he'll be remembered for and what legacy he leaves behind. Lalo was best described by former prisoner Michael Dingake as somebody who had given away everything of his own if it was going to help improve somebody else's life. As an example, when he left prison, he basically gave away all of his belongings to fellow prisoners. His life would be best characterized by that kind of simplicity, honesty, integrity. So Lalu, a few years ago, the receiver had overpaid him in terms of his income tax. He then made a big noise about that and went back to give give that uh, refunds or rather the money back to the receiver. He was the most brave person that you would be able to think of. Risked his life joining MK, spent his 18 years in prison without any remorse coming out. And on coming out, immediately plunged back into the process of contributing to the anti-apartheid struggle. And in, in the last few years, he has been an active member of the Kathrada Foundation, almost a staff member of the foundation. Although not a staff member, would come to the office almost every day from 9 to 5, work there, doing all kinds of things. And a huge source of inspiration for many, many activists of the 1980s. And I think many of that generation today will be mourning his death in ways that are unimaginable. You know, often when I would conduct interviews with Amir Katrada, he spoke a great deal about Lalo Chiba. So we know that the both shared a close relationship. Talk to us about this. Isu considered Tafi to be one of his mentors. Katrada himself considered Isu to be his close confidant. The two of them would never do anything without consulting each other. In the last few years, for us in the foundation, it was a sight to observe them every Wednesday morning whilst we had our office meeting. The two of them would go to their weekly breakfast and talk about all kinds of things. Now, you would assume that after having spent so much time in prison, there was not much to talk about. But the bond was such that they could be in communication every day around the most routine issues of life. And that bond was beyond that of a brotherly bond, where nothing was secret amongst them. 